Are you living a wellness lifestyle? What could it do for you? Join us today on the Wellness Lounge a step further and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson. Hello, everyone. Thank you to all the listeners out there for tuning in today. Uh, we are so excited to be here and to present to you another show around wellness and empowerment. I am actually not Desiree Watson, though. Uh, my name is Linda Wellbrock, and I am filling in for the fabulous Desiree Watson. Um, so we will miss her today, but um, we have some exciting information to share with you. Um, but before we do that, I'm going to tell you a little bit about who I am. Um, I am the founder and CEO of a company called Leading Women Entrepreneurs, uh, and I, in fact, have been a guest on this show before. Um, so I'm, I'm thrilled to be back. And Leading Women Entrepreneurs is a media and events company that recognizes outstanding women business owners, and we believe that um, it is a responsibility for us to showcase amazing, successful women entrepreneurs because we believe that they are such amazing role models for the next generation of up-and-coming women entrepreneurs and -and up-and-coming leaders in whatever uh, path that they decide to take. So um, before we get started uh, with our guest, Vince Sirianni of the Preferred Client Group, um, I'm going to open the show by reading a passage that I believe um, lends itself to the conversation that we're going to have with Vince today and all the amazing work that he's doing in the community. Um, I got the passage out of a book called Women Who Don't Wait in Line, and it was written by Reshma Sanjawi, who was the Leading Women Entrepreneurs Top 25 event keynote speaker um, just a few months ago. So in the introduction of the book, it starts with this passage. It is not the critic who counts, not the woman who points out how strong women stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the woman who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcomings, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends herself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if she fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that her place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. Now, this was a uh, statement from Theodore Roosevelt, and it is so powerful, right? Um, we talk about, you know, women entrepreneurs or anybody who is really successful, and the, when we talk about those journeys, it's so important for anybody who has a dream to understand that to reach success, you, need, you overcome obstacles. You don't wake up at the top, right? There is a path 
Um, and sometimes that path is not easy. Actually, more times than none, <laughs> it's always difficult. So um, moving on to uh, the very special guest uh, who we invited here today, Vince Siriani. Um, you know, with all my environment um, being surrounded by women uh, most of the time, it's actually uh, really nice to sometimes talk to a man, and, and especially a man who um, is empowered by uh, putting together women's initiatives, because that doesn't happen every day. So, um, Vince, why don't we start by uh, just welcoming you to the show. You are a person whose passion and optimism is infectious, and uh, again, I'm, I'm really uh, excited about the fact that there's some men out there who believe in helping to empower women <laughs> um, just as much as we do. So um, welcome, Vince, and why don't you start by telling us a little bit about who you are. Great. Thanks, Linda. Thank you very much for having me on the show today. Uh, You're welcome. My name is Vince Suriani, and I am co-managing partner of the Preferred Client Group. Uh, I come from the financial industry. I've been in the business 20 years. Uh, I spend all of my time with business owners, families, um, small and middle market companies, ultra-high net worth individuals on all of their planning matters. And I can honestly tell you, Linda, my pleasure and my desire is always to work with... <laughs> Women business owners, and more importantly, whether it be the female of the family or the mom, if they have children or grandma, because uh, we have an instant connectivity, and we, we understand that, Linda, because we know each other. So a little bit about me. Uh, I am a first-generation Italian. My parents were immigrants. They immigrated here back in the 50s, came through uh, New York, my gosh, and my father came on the boat overseas by himself with his brother without parents at 15 years old. So I, I was born here in New Jersey. Uh, I spoke Italian before I spoke English. And my family and values and passion are always centered around the family and the culture. And uh, as we've discussed probably a few times, Linda, in my culture of being an Italian-American, the female, my mom and my sister, before I met my wife and now have my daughter, they were always the queens of the castle in my household, and I always had something special for them, and I still do to this day. <laughs> so now, being married uh, 15 years, having three children, my youngest being my daughter, and having my wife, who is my soulmate, who is my inspiration, who changed me and made me a better man, um, now, my sister, now my daughter and my wife are the two that empower me the most, as much as I love both boys the same, I love all my children the same, they hold a special place in my life. Right, right. Well, that I mean, it, that's beautifully put, you know, and uh, as parents we can all resonate with what you're saying. So, you know, the, the cultural side and how that's played into my work ethic and my passion in my philanthropic world of all these charities that I was involved with that, that, you know, now are coming on to this Women's Initiative event. Uh, my passion's always been to help people, regardless if it's in my business or outside my business. Uh, my passion's always been around children, um, to help children. I serve on the YMCA and the Embrace Kids Foundation and now at Raritan Valley Community College Foundation. And, um, you know, what's inspired me mostly um, there's, certain, there's certain people that come into your life, right? 
My wife, right. I mentioned, was one. My children were others. My brother, my family, my friends, other professionals. There is one person that came into my life about six years ago. And uh, her name is Virginia Bauer. She is a 9-11 advocate. And mm-hmm. she was the woman that took on Washington. And there's an article in the, in the, uh, in the Monmouth County newspaper. I have it here. And I think you've seen it, Linda. It says the widow that took on Washington. She, she lost her husband in Cantor Fitzgerald. Um, and she had to make a decision, talking about empowering someone. Uh, she had to make a decision whether she was going to pack up and, you know, mourn the rest of her life or put her head up and move forward. And she went to Washington and took on Washington and passed, helped pass legislation for all the families of the 9-11 victims that were, you know, that perished that day, one of the worst days in this country's history. And when I met her, she is now a client, a close friend, and family members are, her, are my clients also. Just the empowerment and the energy and the passion that she's giving me has changed my life and made me take on all these philanthropic endeavors. I love it. I, you know what? I just got the chills as you were telling the story because, um, again, back to the, the passage that I read earlier, I mean, talk about um, the the faith and the strength and the fortitude and the courage that you have to take in order to do what she did, right? She had to get up and, and move and and work past her pain to make uh, what she made happen happen. So, um, yeah, that's that's a beautiful story, and to be uh, inspired by a woman like that and then to be able to have her in your life like it sounds like you do is great. So, um so that's it. So tell us then, I mean, you mentioned a, a few different charities that you were involved in, but um, how did you begin your path with Raritan Valley Community College, and um, what was your passion for wanting to put together this um, exciting women's event that's going to raise so much uh, scholarship money um, for students? Great. Okay. So Raritan Valley Community College is located in Somerset County, New Jersey. I am a lifelong resident of Somerset County, New Jersey, born in the Bridgewater Raritan area. I've been here 43 years, and I actually attended my first soccer camp in 1975 at Somerset County College, which is now Raritan Valley Community College. And the history behind the college, the property was donated by the heiress of the Duke Estate back in the Mm. 60s and 70s. That's how it was formed. So talking about a woman... You know, I understand that the heiress of uh, Doris Duke was the wealthiest heiress of all time. So how I connected back with the college, I'll tell the quick story, which is pretty funny. Yeah, no, please do. I think it's really interesting to hear about the history. So um, I was on other charities in other counties, and the surrounding county is Hunter in the Middlesex, and all the people that know me in this county said, hey, when are you coming back? I said, what do you mean? They said, when are you coming back to Somerset County and delivering here in our community? I said, all right, where should I start? They said, how about Raritan Valley Community College Foundation? I said, what the heck is that? They raise money for children <laughs> with scholarships and enrichment programs. You should go talk to the college. Now, my quick story for Raritan Valley Community College is uh, in my junior year in college, uh, I was an accounting major and required Calc 1 and 2 as an uh, educational requirement, and I took Calc 2 here in the summer at Raritan Valley Community College, and I was going into the final not doing as well. And I said, you know what, if I don't do really well on this final, I'm going to leave the final after I'm done in the summer. Uh, the, I took this course in July and August, and I'm going to drive down to Six Flags Great Adventure and see my sister and her friends. So actually I went into the exam, didn't do as well as I anticipated, and I 
got in the car and drove down to Six Flags Great Adventure, and that's where I met my wife. Gotta love it. Right back to Raritan. You gotta love Raritan Valley Community College for a couple of reasons. <laughs> now she's empowered my life and she's my soulmate, so there's no better reason than that. It could probably begin there and it also can end there. Right, right. Oh, that's so, that's a, that's a great story. So you have a personal reason to be connected to them as right. well. And, um, and so now you've been on the foundation board and, um, your job as a foundation board member is to, like you said, raise scholarship funds. Um, you also mentioned some other exciting events that you, you put together for, for them. So give us some examples of, uh, of that. Sure. So I've been on the foundation board since one one of two thousand and twelve. And every time I join a charity, uh, Linda, to get on a charitable board for volunteer work, I I always tend to run an event. So when I when I was asked to be on this foundation board back in January of two thousand and twelve, and they have a theater at the college, they have large facilities, as you know. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting in the theater one day over the holiday, and the board member sitting next to me, Steve Reichman. I said, Steve, what if I run an event here at the college, bring a lot of people? And he goes, well, what do you have in mind? I said, let me just, I have a, I have a client, a friend, someone that I am passionate about. Let me go to her and let me go talk to her and see if she would be on stage. So I called the Virginia Bauer and we met for breakfast in January of 2012. And I said, Jenny, I said, I need your help, hon. She goes, what do you need? I said, will you, will you do something for me? She goes, for you, I'll do anything. What do you need? I said, would you go on stage? And if I run an event, put yourself on stage and talk about, you know, who you are and how you do things. She goes, I'll do that, absolutely. So back in, uh, we had the event scheduled. It was a cybersecurity event. Virginia is now in the security business. Her other passion is security and protecting the, uh, the U.S. from other catastrophes that happened to her so close at home. Mm. She sat on a panel in January. The original event was scheduled for the day that Sandy hit landfall back in oh. October. Yeah, and uh, we, ended, we ended up postponing it. And in January of 2013, I ran a cybersecurity event that Jenny set on the panel with with all the major accounting firms, the law firms, healthcare providers, and cybersecurity experts. That was a showcase at the college, mm-hmm. and raised a lot of money. And the college. Wow, what a great topic! So, how many? So, a, a typical event that you're doing. How many people do you typically get there? Oh, somewhere on the low end, in the low 200s, on the high end, I've done disco events for the Children's of Charity where we raise money for cancer and blood disorder. I've had 400 people in the room. Beautiful. Just- and then I think that the the uh, the event that we're going to talk about in detail, um, the Embracing Empowerment and Leadership event with the women, um, that theater holds how many people? Is it 1,000? Is that 1,000 people, and we're going to look to fill it. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it is a significant, um, sta- you know, location. I, I, I was amazed the first time I went in there to see um, the state-of-the-art theater there. Um, so uh, another shout-out to the listeners. If you uh, are in the New Jersey area and um, anything that we're speaking about is resonating with you and you want to get involved in supporting this, again, the um, empowerment event of the year at Raritan Valley Community College. Um, we definitely um, are looking for, you know, collaborators. 
So um, let's shift into that a little bit here. Um, and, and we have so many speakers that we can kind of go into details about. Um, but when this idea came into your head, Vince, um, how did you envision this? And what were some of the first steps that you took um, to start making this big event happen? The first step started like my cybersecurity event started. I picked up the phone and I called Virginia Power. I said, Jenny, I'm back, my dear. I said, one of my, one of my, one of my goals as the board member, we had to put down on a three index cards or three goals for 2014. Mm-hmm. And one of my three goals were to run another big event. And then when I said that, the board says, okay, Vince, you got the, you got our blessing. Go do it. So I called Jenny up. I said, Jenny, I said, I have another idea. She said, what do you have, my dear? I said, uh, I'm going to put a women's initiative event together. Would you be on stage? Uh, count me in. Oh, great. She's a, your right-hand man. I, I can't <laughs> wait to meet wait to meet Miss Virginia Bauer. <laughs> She's like my so, kind of lady. She's uh, just, uh, uh, you know, supporting you in everything that you do. So it sounds like a good pair. Yeah. Okay, so Virginia, now who's, who is the uh, on the Raritan Valley um, Foundation Board? So who's behind the scenes in making this happen? Okay, Ronnie Weil is the director of the Raritan Valley uh, Foundation. Uh, she is the director of the foundation and is the facilitator of the college, its facilities, and anybody that comes to her with a purpose. Um, and she's the one who I direct most of the traffic through. And I've got a couple of board members involved. And as Linda, you, you were so gracious to join the committee also. You're involved with us on getting this event to move right. at a real quick pace. Yeah, and I'm so excited to be a part of this again um, because it's 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 different when you do an event and it's for such an amazing cause. And to hear some of the stories, especially when Ronnie, the executive director of the foundation board, um, speaks about how this money changes lives through education. Um, she gave the example of one young girl named Liz Murray who was actually homeless. And um, she received a scholarship to Raritan Valley Community College, and um, she is such an amazing testimonial to how, again, you are in a tough situation um, and you, you have the strength to overcome the obstacle, and it was Raritan Valley who kind of lent that helping hand, and now this young woman is back on her feet and just excelling, and she has she's on the way to leading. I mean, I can't wait to meet her. I think that they actually have a, uh, another event where she's going to be a keynote speaker coming up on March 7th. Um, yep. So to hear those stories is just so moving. Um, and it's important to remember that, you know, when you can come out to an event and meet probably 15 of the most powerful women um, in not only New Jersey but in the nation, um, and and it's all coming together for a good cause. Um, that just puts a different flair on it. So I'm ex- I'm really excited to be involved. Um, the host committee was, I mean, that meeting that we had, Vince. I mean, that you could just see that the energy between the five of us was absolutely perfect. And tell us a little bit about the other members who's on it. Sure. Um, we have a really good friend of mine who's been best friends for 10 years, Genova Burns, Gentomasi, and Webster Bruno Genova, was the, oh. was the founders of the firm's brother. They're a law firm here located in Newark, probably the hottest firm right now in the tri-state area, definitely in New Jersey. 
Uh, the second uh, committee member is Vic Nichols. Vic's with Diversified Marketing and runs his magazine, Northbound, uh, who's uh, involved really with the growth and the, the development and marketing uh, across the water, they say, for New York City and creating, and Newark is really becoming the other city across the water that's got huge development opportunities. He's, the market, he's a marketing and PR guy that we brought right. along to help promote the event with corporate. Uh, the third um, committee member is Donna Lestaco. Donna is someone who's very dear to me. She's with Affinity Federal Credit. She's one of the senior VPs of the federal credit company here in Somerset County, board member of the foundation, and has a passion for family, women, values, her grandchild, if she heard this, she'd be so excited. Great, great. Uh, you know what? On that note, perfect timing. We're getting ready for a break. Um, so when we come back, we will uh, talk more about the big event. Perfect. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety and on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision, and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, everybody. Um, again, thank you to all the listeners out there. This is Linda Welbrock, who is filling in for the fantastic Desiree Watson. We are here with Vince Siriani um, of the Preferred Client Group and um, Vince uh, of the Foundation Board Member for Raritan Valley Community College. Um, we're having a great conversation about how, um, you know, putting together events and raising scholarship money and um, doing so many exciting things to empower the next generation of leaders and and to present people as 
mentors and role models, and Vince has been instrumental in picking some women from the uh, most powerful companies and businesses and different industries across the board for this up-and-coming event at Raritan Valley Community College. Um, the underlying theme is embracing empowerment um, for the next generation, uh, but we're going to go into detail about you know who some of these speakers are and the pillars of the panel presentations, which I'm actually moderating one of the panels, which I'm really exciting, excited about. But Vince, tell us about um, you know the the pillars are adversity, leadership, and education. So let's start with the education first. Um, tell us a little bit about how um, you came up with this vision and how education is so important. Right. And I told you, and I, for the listeners, you guys heard from me that you know, my parents both still have elementary education levels of education, so they're their goal, their empowerment, their number one priority to me was to send their kids to college. So I went to college, and I can be honest to tell you, when I graduated at the commencement, I graduated with a degree in accounting. I walked my I walked my uh, degree over to my mom and dad, and I said, "Thank you for giving it to me because you did." You paid oh, me that's beautiful! You gave me chills again. I mean, they yeah. must. Uh... Yeah, I can't imagine uh, just how proud they must be and, and that feeling. So you're the first person to graduate with a college degree in your family? Correct. I'm one of the three, and uh, I, I, I owe it all to my parents because it was their passion, their vision, their goal, their priority to put me to school, and now I'm passing that same uh, passion and enthusiasm for my children. Right. Well, you know, and, and I'm a true believer in that. Um, you know, it all starts with education. I mean, if we, um, you know, knowledge is power, and I can't imagine um, how difficult it must be if you want to go to college and and you you see a path, but you just you can't afford it, right? I mean, that's that's the hard truth and the reality of some of the circumstances that exist. Um, not only in the state, but across the nation. And to be a part of trying to solve that problem, I mean, even if it's for one kid, you know, but, I mean, the, the foundation board helps so many. Um, so, I don't know, maybe you have some stories of how these, this scholarship money has affected lives and changed the, the path for so many people. Yes, let me let me tell you a few stories, and I'll I'll, I'll refer back to every. Uh, we're on a fiscal year, so our fiscal year ends uh, January thirtieth. So every June or July, we have a board retreat for the foundation. So we get together off site, probably at a country club, and spend an entire morning talking about the year and what's coming up for the foundation. Now, keep in mind, one hundred percent of the proceeds that we raise all go to scholarship and enrichment programs. So every single dollar raised goes there, and that's what the foundation's main mission is, is to raise money. And I was put on the Funds Development Committee. Funds Development Committee is the community outreach. Mm-hmm. And I know every, and I know everybody in all the surrounding counties in my business and in my personal life. So that's where I like to play in this foundation role. And uh, I'll tell you a story really quick of, uh, we brought a young man to the uh, board retreat last summer. 
because, you know, the foundation board members, we're all running in our businesses, our practices, our families in different industries doing our own thing, and there's a wide range of male and female, different ages, different industries on the foundation board. And we brought in a young man who came and told the story to start the foundation meeting. Ronnie is passionate about always bringing the children to the table so we don't forget where all this money goes. Right. There was a young gentleman uh, that was uh, came from a broken household, um, lived in four or five surrounding uh, four or five towns away from the college, and would get up every morning, walk to the college. I would say that walk's got to be at least you're, you're familiar, Linda, with the New Jersey oh, yeah. from Pla- from North Plainfield to North Branch. It's oh, got to be at least six seven, eight miles? Oh, I think further than that. I mean, that's a long... I mean, we're... The Raritan Valley, it's, that's, a, that's a long walk in the country. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. He would, he would walk from North Plainfield to the college to go to class. He would attend class all day. From there, he would walk to the Bridgewater Commons to go to work. And then he would walk home every day. Unbelievable. And that kid walked out of the foundation board meeting the next day and had a car in front of his house from us so he could oh. drive. Oh, and my he, God. And, and, he, and he was a passionate young man who I understand is going to finish at the top levels of academics and going on to continue his educational success and make a difference in his life but also in the people he touches. Great story, right? So unbelievable. And again, that uh, that just reminds me of that passage, you know. I mean, you, you talk about overcoming obstacles and just moving forward with laser focus. Um, and, you know, it's a quality that... Um, it's, that's a story that every young person in uh, in America right now should hear, um, just because you know we live in a time where um, things are often a little bit too convenient. <laughs> so, say the least, to say the least, and all that money that we really paid for him. I mean, we don't want to get on a negative path here, right. um, <laughs> but to to hear about a young person that just has their values. Uh, in in line and would just knows the value of an education and would do anything to to get what he is focused on and that is a degree so so beautiful I hope I get to meet this person at some point. It's incredible um, and the, and one of the other women young ladies that's probably going to be surrounded the event Lindy I'm sure you'll meet her her name is Kat I know her as Kat and I call her K A T she's another one that came from a very broken household and had nothing going in her life and was living in an apartment or in an underground basement room and had nothing in her life going in the right direction. And then she found the college, and the college is now providing her the opportunity to take an education and move forward. And we had an event last year uh, at the Pluckerman Inn, which is one of the highest-end restaurants right outside of Far Hills, Burnersville, Baskin Ridge, one of the wealthiest areas in America. And we did a wine event where we invited some of the largest potential donors and wealthiest families and associations and relationships with the college. I invited many that I'm going to meet with in a little while. I'm heading up to North Jersey right now looking at the Freedom Tower. Mm. And the um, we had her speak at this event. We had about 130 people at the Pluckerman Inn, and she got up and told her story while she was crying that she had no opportunity, she had no place to go, she had no place to live, and now... Raritan Valley Community College is her home 
and is what life has changed and brought on to her and inspired her to go forward. And education is the lead. Oh, beautiful. I mean, it's, uh, again, to, to hear these stories of overcoming obstacles and how an education can make such a difference in somebody's life, um, it, it just makes it that much more uh, important for, you know, me to be involved in, in this and then hopefully um, shows like this and events like, you know, you throw and the, the events that, you know, we put together through Leading Women Entrepreneurs. I mean, it's all it's all connected, right? I mean, you show these, these people, it's positive energy, it's going towards a good cause, and, um it's just an honor to be involved. So, um, so let's shift over to um, talking about really the meat of the event and um, how you envisioned this day to go. Uh, I know it's there's going to be information on Raritan Valley Community College's website, and if anybody's interested in getting involved, they can talk to Ronnie Weil, and we'll give um, contact information at the end of the program. But um, Tell us a little bit about how the event will will play out. Great. The event's going to be on Tuesday, May 20th. It's going to be at the college, at the College Theater, which we've talked about already, holds up to 1,000 people. Um, registration and breakfast is going to be from 8 to 9 a.m. Uh, the goal is to get everybody in the building as quick as we can because we're anticipating an enormous turnout. Um, the event is going to consist of three separate panels. We're then we're finalizing the final of the 15 women. We're going to put five women on each panel. Linda, you were so gracious to begin moderating the first panel. You can have, you're going to be terrific up there. And Thank you. The, and the panel is the industry leaders and the um, the people that are, are empowered and are inspired, both in New Jersey, and we're taking some from New York. I'll mention the first one. And we're going to put them up there and address those three different areas, adversity, leadership, education, right, because we're in an educational institution. So we've gone to all the industries, uh, healthcare, banking, legal, um, non-for-profit, um, former government and consulting, uh, presidents of colleges. And we're going to put different panelists, five on each panel, to go up there and tell their story and then we'll have mics in the audience for questions for the audience to ask. So the three panels will be about an hour each, and then we're going to cater and bring into the facility or even outside if it's a beautiful day because uh, we're anticipating such a huge turnout uh, food for the opportunity for these women to mingle and network with the people in the audience and spend time together. Um, I anticipate <laughs> bringing entertainment and music to this event because we're going to make it such a, 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 a generous and uh, gracious setting because it is female, so it's got to have a female flair to it. I like so, I like the way you think, Vince. See? <laughs> it's going to be terrific. So uh, I anticipate that being such a, a great opportunity for everyone to meet the panelists, for the panelists to meet each other. And someone told me, and I'll share the story with you now, uh, that this event, and this group of women on the stage and some of the surrounding women around the event, which includes you, Linda, want to stay together and move around the tri-state area where they want to go to different destinations. Raritan Valley Community College is just one, the only, the first stop and the only stop at the college where they're going to be the beneficiary of these proceeds for a women's initiative scholarship or something that the college is going to do. And then after this, these women want to go across the water and take this event to New York and then come back to New Jersey and continue that relationship where they stay together. 
Uh, you know what? I love it, and I think that it, it will be well-received wherever it goes because um, I have interviewed personally probably hundreds over the last 12 years of me being involved in supporting women entrepreneurs. Um, I have interviewed hundreds of uh, powerful women, and just the human interest aspect of sharing their journeys um, to me, there's nothing more interesting. And you would be so surprised. I mean, you get a woman who is uh, just an executive at the top of her game, and you look at her and you think, oh, she probably, you know, she probably hasn't gone through it. You know, you'd never realize the depth of, again, the obstacles that some of these people have had to overcome. And when they start sharing, um, it is, it is one of the most powerful things that I think is out there as, as far as a learning tool and as far as carving the past for the next generation. Yep. So um, I'm looking through the list of some of these speakers. Let's talk about it. I know uh, we've got uh, Linda Bowden. We've got a couple of other ones. So pick out a couple that you think, um, uh, you know, just represent the whole. Okay, great. First person, as I look across the Freedom Tower, across the water here as I sit here in northern New Jersey. Um, one of these speakers that you, you saw the confirmation last week, Linda's being on the committee, is Edie Lutnick. Oh, Edie yeah. Lutnick, Edie Lutnick is Howard Lutnick, the CEO and, and chairman of Kenner Fitzgerald's sister. In front of me, I, I brought this book along with me today. I have her book that she wrote, The Unbroken Bond. Uh, Edie Lutnick is the uh, author. And it's the 658 families that Kenner Fitzgerald had lost in 9-11. She is the president and CEO of the Kenner Fitzgerald Relief Fund. So she lost her brother, Gary, at the, uh, on 9-11. Her brother, talking about adversity and what he had to deal with, with this company disappearing, one of the largest financial institutions, privately held companies in the world, disappeared on 9-11. And Edie took the reins and began and started the Canner Fitzgerald Relief Fund that I believe to date has dispersed, and I hope I get this right, Edie, somewhere between 100 to $110 million to different charities for mm. its cause on Kenner, on, uh, of the Canner Fitzgerald families. So she is going to be, she just uh, confirmed her attending next week, and she was the one who gave me the idea, that came to me and told me that she wants a group to stay together because she's been looking for this over the last 10 years since 9-11. Uh, unbelievable. I cannot wait to, you know, meet her and hear her speak. I think that, you know, if, if you are an American and you uh, experienced that whole uh, 9-11 tragedy, um, just your heart breaks any time you could even possibly even think about what um, she and so many other people have, have lived through. Um, and for what she did, it's, uh, it's just amazing. So um, that's going to be a journey that I think is going to be really, there's not going to be a dry eye in that audience. <laughs> and, and, and don't forget, Ken, don't forget uh, Virginia Bauer, who has started as my passionate leader in my previous discussion that we had earlier in the show. David uh, Bauer was also with Kenner Fitzgerald, so Edie and Ginny know each other very well. Yeah, okay, but, so that that's the connection there. And how about, <laughs> um, do we have Maxine Ballin confirmed? Yes, Maxine Ballin is confirmed. Maxine Ballin is the founder, president, and CEO of the New Jersey Technology Council here in New Jersey. 
and she is the head of the association for all of the technology companies, and we know how, how explosive technology is as a growth sector. She heads up all of the uh, relationships and manages and facilitates the board for the Technology Council, and she's going to be up there talking about industry uh, leadership and the role that she plays with all of the fast-growing technology companies here in New Jersey from Atlantic City to the New York border. Right. Well, and it's such a, um, you know, technology is uh, in some respects a, a non-traditional industry or less women get involved. So I think that that is going to be uh, a really powerful presentation uh, and it's going to be an absolute honor to meet Maxine. But on that note, um, I did hear that uh, the music playing, so we're getting queued up for a break here. Um, I, again, thank you so much, uh, Vince, for all this information, and we will be back in just a moment to uh, share some more. So hold on, listeners. We'll be back in a minute. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tong has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, everyone. Uh, Linda Welbrock here, founder of Leading Women Entrepreneurs, filling in for the fabulous Desiree Watson. Um, we uh, have Vince Siriani here, who uh, is of the Preferred Client Group and a foundation board member for Raritan Valley Community College. And he is the person behind um, the vision to have a women's empowerment event to raise scholarship money for the students at Raritan Valley Community College. This event is coming up on May 20th. It's going to be um, basically an all-day event, and we have some of the most powerful women in the nation um, coming to this event to showcase their stories, 
um, and to inspire the next generation to become leaders and, and to get um, an education. So um, on, before the last break, we, we started talking about some of the women who are going to be speaking on these panels. Uh, we left off with Maxine Bowen. Let's just go through a couple other ones, Vince, um, to share with our listeners about how amazing this event is going to be. Sure. We have Sharon Seitzman. She is the president of Qualcare. Qualcare is a leading healthcare provider here in New Jersey. Um, everyone knows what's going on with Obamacare and the healthcare uh, mess that's going on between small, middle market, large corporate marketplace. Uh, the CEO, uh, Anik Tino, and founder of Qualcare, cannot be available for this meeting, so she sent me the president, which is pretty exciting. And yeah, the Qualcare yeah, is the, is the uh, is leading the charge on the healthcare industry here in New Jersey and the educational platform for all of the small, middle market, and even large corporate marketplace. It actually started as the uh, 14th largest hospitals in New Jersey own and sit on the board for Qualcare. So it's led with the medical industry. It started with the medical industry. And the exciting part is, is you know, I think seven or eight of the top 16 executives at Qualcare are all women, including the CEO and president. Yeah, Qualcare um, Leading Women Entrepreneurs has a history with because of Annette was a top 25 leading women entrepreneur both in 2011 and 2012. So um, it's quite an honor to have her involved um, in some capacity in, in the event that we're hosting at Raritan Valley Community College. I mean, she is uh, an absolute um, dynamo in terms of a woman entrepreneur, and um, her story and her company is, I mean, it's just going to be an honor to be a part of that. So yep. great. So we have Aneka Tino, and um, let's just go through a couple other ones. Sure. Um, Leslie Barbie, I have a relationship with the financial industry, so I wanted to fill either a financial or an insurance seat. And Leslie Barbie is the managing director and head of fixed income for the RS Fund, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian Life Insurance Company of America. So she's coming across the water, and this is the top fixed income fund in the United States, one of uh, Leslie I've met professionally because we do business in the planning and wealth management area. She's a Harvard graduate. She thrives on education, industry leader in the financial industry, um, heading up one of the largest fixed income funds in America. Great. Oh, wow. She sounds like a powerhouse. I can't wait to hear her story. And the uh, another person uh, that everyone would probably recognize, especially if you're here in the tri-state area, is Karen Franzini. Karen was the president and CEO of the EDA, the Economic Development Authority, which dealt with every single business and legislative and branch here in New Jersey, from Atlantic City to the New York border. And she's now on a consulting basis. Uh, she stepped down as CEO of the Economic Development Authority uh, about six months ago. She's a face on the business community throughout the state of New Jersey. She's a, I've been following Karen Franzini when she was with the EDA for uh, many, many, many years, and um, she has been instrumental in supporting businesses in the state in so many different capacities. So um, having her at this event is going to be uh, just amazing. Um, so what, let's talk about, you know, who's supporting this event. I mean, I know there are some sponsors involved, and I, I really want to just 
say it once again. Um, if there's any listeners out there um, who are who are saying to themselves, you know what, I like what these two are talking about. <laughs> um, I want to get involved in helping raise scholarship money um, for kids who really want an education and just can't afford it. Um, if you want to get involved in this movement and if you believe in empowering the next generation um, and you like hearing about some of these really um, amazing people who already already have involved, um, then please do reach out. You can reach out to Vince. You can reach out to myself. Um, we're going to go through contact information on, on our stuff at the end of the program. Um, but how can uh, who's involved from Sponsorship End so far, Vince, um, and how do they get in touch with the college? Okay. Um, I have the benefit of being attached to all the different industries in my practice, Linda, so the banking community, the law community, the CPA accounting community, and all middle, small middle market and large companies come through my practice, clients, relationships we have. So the the banking community has come to us and looking to take on sponsorship. We're going to tie those up this week. So on the panel you have uh, uh, Fulton Bank, you have PNC Bank, you have TD Bank as an example looking at sponsorship levels for the banks that are coming on board. I'm heavily involved with the CPA community, so Eisner, Amper, uh, Wisson Company, um, a few others, BDO Seedman, uh, Witham, Smith & Brown have all been approached and are coming my way for sponsorship. And then the law firms, Genova Burns has already confirmed. I'm, all, I'm going to a 1030 meeting this morning at Cole Shots in Hackensack. Sam Wiener is the co-managing partner who's going to be in this meeting with me. They're the largest estate planning committee. I mean, a firm in New Jersey. All the law firms, Norris McLaughlin, who sits on the board, are all coming to this event for sponsorship. And then outside of the law, accounting, and financial, you have corporate, non-for-profit, and, uh, you know, some women, I call them women dynamos, that are actively involved in the marketplace of the business, one of them being Joyce Bercaglia. She is president and CEO of the Executive Women's Forum. EWF, EWF, the top 1,000 women in cybersecurity in America. Love it. I can't wait to meet her. She's looking to take sponsorship and be on the screen. Great, great. And, uh, you know, uh, this all has such a wellness component. Um, I know we're going to build in the whole theme of the Raritan Valley Community College event that we're planning, um, again, is about empowerment. Um, so building in that wellness component, I mean, it makes perfect sense, uh, you know, why we're on the show today. Um, and, and again, there'll be, stay tuned and there'll be more information at the end of the program. Um, but we encourage you to reach out to us if, if you'd like to get involved. And, you know, for the, the third segment here, um, just because, again, Vince, you're um, so passionate and you're such a pleasure to work with, and, uh, and I'm so excited to be involved in this. But let's go into telling us a little bit about, you know, what inspires you, actually, and um, what kind of a support system have you had, and, you know, as a person who is in his own business and involved in so many great charities like this one, um, how do you keep going forward? I keep going forward, and I wake up every single day, Linda, and we've gotten to know each other pretty well, and we're probably knowing each other more just by this conversation on the radio. Um, I wake up every morning to try to make a difference in someone else's life. The passion that underlies me in my mind every day 
starts with my family. It also starts with the faith that I have in God. Faith in family to me is everything, fortune, dollars, wealth, doesn't carry the value that family and uh, faith do. So knowing that I'm a family guy, you guys know a little bit about my heritage, how I was raised, I married in my life the most important person in my life, and I have God's gift that gave me children. I now look at my family, my siblings, my parents, the people that surround me as my energy, my battery. They keep me going every day. And I always look for more people to say, if you need anything, please call me. And it's not just financial matters. If it's right. family issues, medical issues, you can't get into the best hospital in America, please call me. We have that access. Mm-hmm. Love it. I mean, that's... Uh... Uh, you you couldn't have, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, you know, with that with the faith and the family, um, that's where everything starts in my life as well. So um, it just uh, it just you know keeps everybody moving forward. That's that's the goal is to keep that. That's the foundation. Um, we talked a little bit uh, you know before the radio show, and I was so. Um, just personally interested in this book that you mentioned. I believe it's called Connected for Good. Now, how do you you uh, how are you introduced to that book, and how have you incorporated that into your um, life? Generosity. Uh, if I can put one word in, this, in around this book, it's called generosity. I'm involved with a strategic coach. If anyone professionally is out there on the street or in different industries, Dan Sullivan started something called the Strategic Coach. You can go to strategiccoach.com. It was formed in Toronto years ago, back in the late 70s, and it's an entrepreneurial development program for individuals that are entrepreneurs, both male and female. All industries, the financial industry is very heavily involved in this. And I started this course five years ago, and I had met a gentleman. His name is John Stanley. He is the author of Connected for Good, A Game Plan for a Generous Life. And John has flown out here a couple times. I'm on the conference call with him two, three times a month. I just had a large shipment of books sent out in, out here. And the theme that we're doing for this Women's Initiative event, I think, resonates with a piece that we're going to include in there around generosity. Because in my opinion, females more than the men. My wife tells me that I should have been a female. Um, <laughs> it's that focuses on generosity. If you give and you are generous, life will come back to you 50-fold. Couldn't agree more. And um, you know what? The, we're, we're almost out of time, so before we end, I just want to give um, a, a round of applause over here for my guest, uh, Vince Sirianni. You have been amazing. Vince, share with us how people can get in touch with you. Okay, terrific. Um, my website is www.preferred clientgroup.com my uh, office number if anyone needs to reach me is 908-272-3722 you can follow the prompts my assistant's extension is extension 2 and Andrea Cassell and my extension is extension 3 those are probably the best ways to reach me or you can go to my website and go through the info and send me an email 
Perfect, perfect. And then for uh, for Raritan Valley, it's just rvcc.org. For leading women entrepreneurs, I will just add in that we are in a call for nominations. If you know of an outstanding woman business uh, owner that you want to celebrate and recognize, please go to lwenj.com. Um, or you can call 201-388-9624. I encourage the listeners, if you like what you heard today, if you want to get involved, share all this on your social media accounts. You can tweet and share this on Facebook and LinkedIn, um, this show, and um, we we want to hear from you. So hopefully you can get involved, and I will end with uh, just thanking Desiree Watson and uh, Voice America for hosting this today. Um, we had a lot of fun, and Vince, you have been a pleasure to have a conversation with. Um, I look forward to working with you and with the rest of the host committee on this Raritan Valley Community College uh, event. I think it's going to change lives, and uh, I, I know it will em- empower many. So I appreciate it, and everybody, you have a great day. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further. Please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.